0: Check one, two, one, two. Is this thing working? You're listening to Rabbi Ariel Schulklapper, the wisdom and tools you need to thrive. Welcome back. Rob Ariel here. Let's jump into step six. Step six we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. I'm going to call those protective devices. Quote one. I hate the language, defects of character, said Beth. I believe we act codependently because we're wounded, and telling someone who's wounded he or she is defective, or that they've sinned, or that they fall short of the mark, is abusive, end quote. I agree with this so much. The language of defects of character, I think, is outdated. I think it's harmful i i don't think that it helps anyone i understand that most of the people that i've encountered who are having challenges it's because of things that they learned patterns that they learned when they were really young or took on as they grew older that helped them in some way navigate their difficulties of their circumstance. To call that a defect of character, to me, just sounds actually like terminal. It sounds like there's something fundamentally wrong with a person, and that's not something that I want to feel about myself, and I don't actually think it's true. We see that people recover. We see that people can change, and obviously it's not something fundamental to who they are. Perhaps they learned ways of being that weren't helpful, protective devices, ways to protect themselves, to keep themselves safe, that are no longer helpful, but that can be unlearned. So if we've done step five and we've recognized the ways in which we are either holding resentment toward other people or that we feel like we have harmed other people, or that they have harmed us, or that we've harmed ourselves, then perhaps what we can do is then go through that step four process again and look at the list again and see what's our part in it. In what ways did we? do we need to take some ownership over the ways that we have been in those circumstances? Now, when it comes to our childhoods, a lot of that was out of our hands. But as we grow older then now it is in our hands. Now that's something that we do control. Quote number two. We become ready to let go of our fear of being controlled, which for many of us is as great or greater than our desire to control or manipulate another. We let go of allowing others to control us, our lives, and our happiness. This is that next level of not wanting to be controlled. We don't want to be controlled. We don't want to manipulate other people or try to control them. And we don't want to allow others to control us or our lives or our happiness. This is the process of taking responsibility for what's ours. Another further part of that. And if there are ways that we in our protective devices are allowing for those things to happen, we need to take a look at our own part of that and become ready to allow our higher power to remove these from us in a way that's going to be feel safe for us to do that. The continuation of that quote is, We become ready to let go of our caretaking, our tendency to focus on the problems, issues, feelings, needs, choices, and lives of another, the underlying belief that we are responsible for others. We become willing to be healed from the issues underlying caretaking, weak or inappropriate boundaries or limits, an unclear sense of self, self self-responsibility, and the responsibilities of others. We become willing to be healed from the belief that others, or ourselves, are incompetent and cannot take care of us, unquote. There's a, a lot of that codependency is feeling like it's our responsibility to take care of the needs of other people, like their feelings or their emotions or, or what they're going through is somehow our responsibility to caretake them and not then placing boundaries or limits on how we show up for other people. And this comes from not having a clear sense of ourselves sometimes, of really not knowing what our own needs are, or really not being feeling responsible for ourselves, or not allowing others to, to appropriately step in and care for us so we don't trust them to, to show up for us and then push them away. Basically, this quote is saying we become willing to be healed. Whatever's underlying, whatever whatever beliefs that we have that are not helping us, the protective devices that we've put on ourselves. So here's actually a list that I really enjoyed of protective devices that we may be holding on to that are keeping us stuck. This is a on the longer side. It'll all be in the show notes. So as much as possible, actually, I have a limit of how many characters I can put in the show notes. So I've, I've been abridging things, especially step four got abridged. But let's see how much of this ends up in the show notes. The list of protective devices, quote number three, we become ready to let go of low self-esteem, our self-neglect, and the belief That we aren't responsible for ourselves and cannot take care of ourselves. Our desire to have others take care of or be responsible for us. Self-rejection, self-hatred, lack of self-trust, lack of trust in God, life, and the process of recovery. Our trust issues with people. Inappropriately placed trust and not trusting when it is appropriate, our addictions, guilt, shame, the pervading sense that who we are is not okay. We become ready to let go of our inability to own our power, to think, feel, be who we are, take care of ourselves, and enjoy life. We become ready to let go of our difficulty with setting appropriate boundaries and limits with people. We become ready to let go of our reluctance to feel and deal with our feelings. Our difficulty dealing with and expressing anger, our inability to experience joy and love, our negativity, hopelessness, and despair, our fear of joy and love, Our fear of commitment, a closed mind or a closed heart, our attraction to unavailable people and dysfunctional systems, our need to be in a dysfunctional relationship and system, our need to be perfect, our abuse from childhood, our need to be victims, and our participation in our own victimization, Quite a list a lot to let go of. And these are things that we're, in this step, starting to allow ourselves to let go of. We want to be able to express our feelings. We want to be able to feel joy. We want to let go of the helplessness, of despair, and any fear of actually having joy and love in our lives, or any fear of our commitments, of being able to form positive relationships, and any of the attraction that we have to things that are not helpful for us. Excitement of being with people who are unavailable or in systems that are not helpful and are dysfunctional. Perfectionism, the abuse that we've undergone, and being victims or continuing to participate in being victimized. This is a rough list, but it's helpful to start to get a handle on the ways in which we have utilized these things to actually make ourselves feel safe somehow. Maybe those things were actually somehow helpful for us as we grew up or as we've grown older, but now those are the signs of our codependency. They're they're the barrier through which we need to get to the other side if we want to recover. Interestingly, Gay Hendricks talks about the upper limit problem, and how sometimes we get so uncomfortable when things are going well, that we'll sabotage ourselves, we'll find ways to not feel good anymore, because we, for some reason, don't believe that we are deserving of that goodness. And so that's step six. Keep coming back. It works if you work it and you're worth it. And remember, step six and seven, we couple them together. So we'll be dropping step seven soon. See you there. To stay updated on new episodes, subscribe on iTunes or follow on Facebook.com slash Rabbi Shulk. That's Rabbi Shulk, R-A-B-B-I-S-H-O-L-K.